Hi friends, my name is Kelly Rowland and this is my podcast, Brazen and Brave. So since I was a teenager, I have prayed to God that I would live a life that isn't limited by my own beliefs and that I would really go after and be brave and live the life that God has called me to live. And that's really what this podcast is about. And every single episode, we are going to dig into the word. We're going to have real conversations and be honest, real humans to talk about how can we live a life that is brave? How can we live a life that is bold and courageous? And how can we take steps and take action and be unafraid about what the world has to say about it? Friends, I hope you're excited as I am. So let's dig into this episode of Brazen and Brave. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to another episode of the Brazen and Brave podcast. I am crazy excited about today's episode because this is a topic that, for one, I have been passionate about for quite some time now because it is something that I have personally experienced and gone through and really, (laughs) to be honest with you, have had to mentally work on, um, even as of recent, because I know it's something that a lot of us deal with, which is the other reason I'm excited to talk about this, because I know that many of you have struggled with understanding why this certain topic happens. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is why is it that sometimes strangers and maybe people that don't know us that well, right, seem to clap for us the loudest and sometimes are our greatest supporters when those closest to us and those that we think are going to support us don't and are not supportive. So again, this is something that I've had to go through and, you know, mentally work through and try to understand. And just last night I was on Instagram and a girl I follow had made an Instagram reel about this. And it basically said, yeah, strangers clap for me more than some of my closest friends or some of my family and basically said, you know what, that is the truth. And I know many of you have gone through that. Um, you know, it, when someone doesn't quite understand your goals, dreams, aspirations, the things you're working on, because they can't see themselves in that situation, they can't really get behind it and support. And that can be a really tough pill to swallow. And so today, I want to encourage you through scripture and through what happened to Jesus. And I never really, like, I'm really digging into New Testament as I've told you guys. And I don't, I don't think I realized the learning that I've been going through exactly what Jesus went through. Now that I'm really digging in, I'm reading, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, kind of at the same time doing the Bible recap 
it's really opened my eyes to a couple things. So even before last night when I saw that Instagram reel and then right after I read scripture that kind of aligned with it, I had planned to talk about this anyway. It was just like an extra check. Yep, got to talk about this because it just keeps showing up. And it's something that in my mind, I'm like, wow, I really need to talk about this because I hope and I think it will encourage people because what has happened to me and what happened to the girl I'm talking about, and maybe what has happened to you, maybe you haven't got the support from those closest to you. Maybe they've even been ugly about it to you. I hope that the message of Jesus and what happened to Jesus will encourage you. Okay. So there's a couple different parts in scripture that I want to read and bring up. But the first one is in Mark 6. And this is where Jesus went to his hometown, okay? And he was accompanied by his disciples. And, you know, the people in his hometown know him, right? And now all of a sudden, Jesus is doing all these teaching and he's doing all these healings and he's performing all these miracles. And basically what they say is, isn't this just the carpenter? Because Jesus was a carpenter. So they're like, isn't he just a carpenter? Wait, isn't this Mary and Joseph's son? We know Jesus' siblings. And they took offense to him. So they're saying they know who Jesus was, right, in his past. He's just a carpenter. They know his family. And they are having a really hard time wrapping their mind around the work that Jesus is doing right? They're really having a hard time. So much so that they are offended by it. So this is what Jesus says. He said to them, a prophet is not without honor, except, so a prophet has honor, except in his own town, among his relatives, and in his own home." He could not do any miracles there except lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed. He was, this is like fresh to me again. I'm I'm not even kidding. Like it gives me chills. He was amazed at their lack of faith. So Jesus is not well received in his hometown. They think that he's just this normal guy. We know him. We know his skills. We know his family. There's no way that Jesus could do these things. And so much so that no, he couldn't perform miracles there. That is how low their lack of faith was. And Jesus says, this is just the truth. This is what it is. That you're without honor in your own town, among your relatives and people in your own home. Jesus says it for us right there. This happened to Jesus. And I'm just like, I'm telling you, I'm reading this and I'm so encouraged because he's telling us right now, not that we're prophets or anything like that, but I'm going to get to that in a minute, that he's telling us flat and foremost that sometimes even in your own home, in your own town, those are the places where the lack of faith is going to be the most. And you know how he feels about it? He tells us how he feels. He's amazed. He's amazed. He can't believe how little that their faith is. And so if you've ever been in a place where you, you trust and you know that you're doing the right thing in your life, 
I don't know what it is. I don't know the choices you've made, but you feel this is what God's called me to do. And I'm convicted in this. I am convicted that this is my right choice, that this is what I'm going to do. And the one closest to you don't support you. Hey, Jesus was amazed by it. I'm sure you feel amazed by it. But I can tell you that it didn't stop Jesus from doing the work that he was put on this earth to do. And I really hope, as hard as it may be and as as much as it may amaze you, that it doesn't keep you from doing the things that you were called to do. Because I can tell you the choices that I have made where I was, God has convicted me. There is, God, this is straight from God. I know what I'm supposed to do. When I left Gulf Power, right, as an example, I was called crazy by family, (laughs) okay? Like, that I was, couldn't believe it. People could not believe what I was doing. All the things that I've done that are outside the norm of what people thought I should do made them uncomfortable. Didn't get the support I thought that I would get. Was called crazy. Didn't think I was going to make it. But I knew that's what God had called me to do. It's what God had put on my heart. And as much as it hurt, and sometimes it continues to hurt, I'm so encouraged by Jesus because Jesus said this was going to happen. It happened to him. He was amazed. He had emotions about it too, but he kept on going. So I'm going to flip to a different story um, just to even like kind of reemphasize what happened to Jesus. And so this is in Mark as well. It's earlier in Mark in chapter three. And this is when um, he's been doing healing. He healed on the Sabbath. Um, he's He's been questioned about so many things. And so what it says in Mark 3.20, Then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, his family, they went to take charge of him. For they said, He is out of his mind. (laughs) So... His family is pretty distraught about the work that Jesus is doing, who Jesus is now, how much he has changed. And so much so that it says they went to take charge of him. They were going to stop this. They were embarrassed by him. They, they couldn't believe that his, this is what he was doing. So much so they said he is out of his mind. Now, This is not something that I learned growing up in church. Maybe I didn't pay attention. Maybe it just wasn't the focus. Um, So if this is your first time hearing this, I want you to be encouraged, truly. Because Jesus was radical in his day. I truly believe that if Jesus walked the earth today, just as he did then, like if what happened then happened now, many, many, many Christians would not support him. And would not believe he was who he said he was because he was radical then and he would definitely be considered radical now, even in modern day Christianity to many because Jesus tore down walls. And so because of that, in this situation, truly his family is not supportive at this point in time. Okay. And they think he's crazy. Jesus, the man who died for me and died for you who did miraculous things while he walked this earth and lived a sinless life. His family didn't 
I mean, he lived a sinless life, okay? That means he was probably a pretty good kid, right? Um, probably a pretty good sibling. And yet still, still, all that being said, they still could not get behind him. So I don't know what you've been walking through. I don't know what kind of big goals or big dreams you have that your friend, your best friend may not support you. Maybe your spouse doesn't support you. Maybe your parents don't support you or your siblings or your aunts, whoever it may be. But I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. You are absolutely not alone. Jesus went through that too. And it's painful. I'm sure that hurt him. He was amazed by it. He had emotions. Just because Jesus lived a sinless life doesn't mean he had emotions. That was Jesus experienced all the things that we have and we do. I'm, I know he loved his family. And I'm sure that was painful in a lot of ways. He said he was amazed by their lack of faith. And maybe you're amazed by people's lack of faith in, faith in you, in your abilities, in your, and just in the what you've been called to do. And I want to say I'm sorry because it sucks. It really sucks. But I want you to keep your head up and keep your chin up and keep pressing and going forth and knowing that that's normal because Jesus set the precedent here. He said that would happen. He said it would happen. And one other thing that I wanted to flip to, because um, like I said, I've been reading different chapters kind of at the same time a little bit. It's a little bit similar related, kind of not. But this is talking about the cost of following Jesus, okay? And this is a bit extreme. So basically what happens is that he encounters this man um, while walking on the road. And, and the man says, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said, follow me. But then the man said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to them, let the dead bury their dead before you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. So God saying, no, you said, follow me. This is what I need you to do. And Jesus basically said, the man's kind of saying, no, I need to go bury my father. And Jesus says, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. And I know this is a bit extreme and it may seem a bit callous, but I think Jesus is trying to make a point here, right? He's really trying to make a point. And this man just wants to bury his father. And I read this and there was another scripture I couldn't find that I read. And how do I say this? I'm sorry if this is all over the place. The Bible commands us to honor our mother and our, our father and to respect them. And Jesus certainly respected his family, even though they called him crazy. But there is a certain point in time where Jesus is going to call you to do something. And that is between you and God and you and Jesus. That relationship is yours and yours alone. And that may mean going away from what you, what your parents or your family or your friends think you should do. All of our family friends have the best, best, best interest for us at heart. Jesus's family were probably thinking, I'm going to save Jesus from embarrassment and embarrassment for ourselves, embarrassment for him. I'm sure they had their best interest at heart because they love Jesus. But in this situation, the cost of following Jesus, Jesus is going to call us. God is going to call us 
to something in this life. And sometimes that comes at a cost. He says it comes at a cost. It, it, it means going against the grain a lot of the time. And it will mean that people will not understand you. That is why the strangers, that is why the people that were not in Jesus's hometown, that's why he went to those other places a lot of the time. The woman at the well is a story where Jesus went out of his way geographically to a place where they never thought he would go. Because that is the place where he knew they would believe him. And guess what? They did. They believed him quicker than his hometown ever would have. So that is why people not from your hometown believe in you faster than those in your hometown will. And this is not to say that there's not people around you, family, friends, um, people in your hometown that will support you. Of course they will. I have people like that. My, of course they will. But there are those who are not going to. And when that happens, I don't want you to be blindsided. I don't want you to like wallow in her and wallow in like, I just need them to understand. Because let's be honest, Jesus says that they won't. He says that they won't. And so truly, I never read scripture in such a way where I looked, I never realized Jesus. I knew he was outcast, obviously, because he was crucified. They were always looking for a way to put Jesus down. But his own family, the ones closest to him, thought he was crazy, tried to get him to stop, didn't support him, didn't believe who he was. Jesus. I mean... It's incredibly eye-opening. And so if Jesus has called you to something, man, I hope that you would trust in him and you would know that cost that cost of that might be not getting the support that you expected. And that's painful. But I hope that you choose to follow what has been put on your heart. I hope you choose to fall to be true to yourself. Because let's be honest, we can be true to ourselves and still love our family and respect them. Loving and respecting our family isn't doing what they want us to do when we're grown adults. <laughs> I mean, truly. And that, that I think that's like some conditioning in our mind, right? Um, because you're supposed to obey. Obedience is in the Bible, 100%. Obey our spiritual leaders, obey our parents, and always... And, and, you know, communicate with our spouse and respect our spouse 100%. But obey God first. That, I mean, we are to obey God first. And sometimes that comes at a price. So, all that to say that Jesus said that even those in your own house, even your own relatives, even in your own hometown, those are going to be the last to believe you. Those are going to be the last to support you. So don't be surprised when strangers and those kind of on the outside of your circle clap for you the loudest. Just accept that support. Accept that love. Um, know that your family, friends, those around you have your best interests. Love them fiercely. But don't let the non-support get you down because Jesus said we should expect it. I really hope this has been a positive um, podcast for you. I never want anything to be negative, but I just found so much encouragement in Jesus's story and Jesus's words. And I really hope that you did too. 
Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Brazen and Brave. If you feel encouraged, if you feel a little bit more bold than when we started today, then I am so excited for you. I want to encourage you to go out, take action, and to go after your goals. And if you feel empowered, give someone some of your light. Share that love. Share that encouragement. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you next time.